Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. I am your host, Al the Brewer, and I am so glad you are listening today. This podcast is for anyone that wants to learn more about craft beer and the culture that surrounds it. Whether you're brand new to the scene or a vet of craft beer, I hope you find something to take away from this podcast. So, pour yourself a beer, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy. Cheers. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there? Oh, my goodness. Season 3.5 Closer is here. Oh, I'm so excited about that. I mean, okay, here's it. It's not that I'm excited that the season is over. Um, This has been such a crazy time. Um, I mean, I've, I've got a stupid podcast, and I'm so glad you listened to it, but... Um, there's so much going on in the world right now, and I love doing this podcast, and it's been so good to do this podcast, and um, I just really hope that it's brought you, if nothing else, a little distraction from all the, the craziness that's happening right now. Um, what I'm most excited about on this podcast, or this this episode, for the, as a closer of the pod, season 3.5 podcast, oh my goodness, I'll get through this, keep going with it, keep going with me here, um, is that I got to talk to the Hoppy Couple. Uh, they're on Instagram, great, great people. And we got to talk about the Black is Beautiful beer. And I know I interviewed Marcus, which is still insane for me to say I interviewed Marcus from Weathered Souls. Uh, please check that out, part of season 3. Point, uh, this beginning of season 3. Um, but really, um, we got to talk and share some really personal things about ourselves and race, um, about the, just us being into beer. And it was one of the most personable conversations I've had on this podcast. Um, it really reminded me about some of the, um, oh, uh, Pious Pint series that I did, uh, while those weren't, you know, a hundred percent beer, they were very personal, and it was just very, uh, uh, just uh, more connected than not of a conversation. So, um, I hope you enjoy this. I think you will. If you've liked this podcast so far, I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, it's not the most beer centric, but I think it's one of the most important episodes I've done, and it's one of the most vulnerable uh, episodes that I've done. So, I really hope you like it. Uh, the Hoppy Couple were amazing, such fun people. Please follow them on Instagram. Uh, the other thing to this whole thing is my voice sounds so weird. I was just um, I'm editing the episode right now, and my voice sounds so weird because I'm wearing a mask while doing the interview. So yeah, um, you're gonna hear it. It sounds just like I've I've added some type of weird filter to the the vocals, but really it's just the mask. All right, um, let's let's get let's wrap this bad boy up here. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening to this season. I really do appreciate you. Uh, again, this has been so crazy. All this COVID and just just what the world is right now. It, it oh, it's tough. And um, this podcast has been just a place that I've been able to. It's a place that I've been able to just be 
And I really appreciate any one of you listening to this right now. And I hope you've gotten something out of it um, because I feel like just doing this podcast has been, uh, has made everything just a little easier on me. Um, granted, it's a lot of freaking work to do this podcast, but I love it. It's so much fun. And I'm excited for season four. It will happen. Uh, and I've actually got, uh, I'll do a follow-up wrap-up episode after this. So just be on the lookout for that. It'll come in your podcast feed. Um, if you could do me a favor, if you haven't done so already, could you leave me a review on iTunes? That really does help me out. I, I just want to know how I'm doing. If you like this show, if you're not like the show, leave me a review. Um, other part, follow me on the Instagrams, the Twitters, Facebooks. Uh, oh, and then also, I think I've made this clear already on my Instagram, but if you don't follow me there, you may not have found it. Um, I have a new channel called Dad Domesticus, and that is journaling, kind of my, not journaling, it is uh, me sharing my journey into the stay-at-home dad life, because that's what I'm doing now. So check that out, uh, at Dad Domesticus on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and uh, at Dad Domesticus, yeah, you can find them on YouTube as well. All right, all right, I got to finish this up here. Got the hoppy couple to go to. Um, thank you again for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, follow-up episode to come up after this in a little while. And uh, everyone, take care of yourself. Wash those hands. Wear the mask. Please wear the mask. And stay safe. And uh, cheers. Hello and welcome to the I Know Nothing About Beer podcast. How in the world are you doing out there in podcast land? Oh my goodness, I am off site. I am at a brewery. This feels like it how it should be. I am here with Lamar and Anna, the hoppy couple on Instagram. <laughs> and it is so good to have you two with me right now. How are you two doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're excited to be here. Good. Lamar, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. It's a, it's a good day. You know, okay, so I've been wanting to talk to you two, I would say since about January or before January 20, no, before January 2020. Yep. Because yep. I started following you guys maybe a year ago or so, and mm -hmm. I was like, who are these two cool people that are doing all the fun <laughs> beer stuff? And I've been wanting you on my podcast, but... Then this opportunity came up that I want to talk about in a little bit with the Blackest Beautiful Beer, and I, I really want to talk to you two about that. But first, um, just kind of how we always start, introduce yourselves, and I would love to know, what are your two uh, own like histories, personal histories into craft beer? I'll let the lady go first. Okay. <laughs> um, I started drinking beer in college when I turned 21, and my roommate introduced me to Blue Moon, and ahead Blue of Moon that is a gateway it is a gateway yes. beer it is a gateway beer um anyway i'm very european in the sense that i really like bread uh and coffee and meat and uh i i felt like i was drinking bread when i was drinking that blue moon beer which yeah. uh was really cool because my parents didn't drink beer growing up and i was kind of told that it was very nasty so i was really excited oh. to uh try a beer that i really enjoyed and so that's kind of where it started and then um from there, I discovered Shiner and really loved Shiner. Yep. And it's still, you know, a great base beer. Um, and so then I, Mr. Peoples over here tricked me into going on a date with him through craft beer. I, and, uh, I like the, the emphasis on the tricked me. He tricked me. He tricked me. Um, 
he had been pursuing me for a while and I kept telling him, <laughs> no, I would not go out with him. And then he, he invited me to go visit a craft brewery with him. And, uh, I decided to go. And then when I, I told him, yes, then I realized that it was just going to be a date with just the two of us. So oh. that's kind of how we got started together. I, you know what? It's not that I'm a fan of tricking someone, but I, I, I get it. <laughs> I get it. Yep. That's yep. the only way. That was the only way he could get me. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you guys went on. And so now I get to, because here's the deal. My wife always, like, anytime I interview a couple, she was like, well, how did they meet? And I, <laughs> I never ask about that. I was like, well, how'd you get into beer? So now I get to know how you guys met and all that other fun jazz. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So then you went on the date. What Do you remember the, the brewery? Um, we went to Revolver. Okay. Um, before they they went big beer um and we went on august the 8th of 2016 mm-hmm. yep 2016 oh that's so cute you even know that i know the date because it's my brother's birthday oh <laughs> so you skipped your brother's birthday oh uh, we, we went in the afternoon okay. so I, I got to go in the evening time and spend okay. time with my gotcha. brother for his birthday gotcha. yeah gotcha <laughs> okay now alan at this time i was living in mckinney so and she was living in sherman so she actually drove down to my place wow i did not tell her where we were going because she wouldn't talk to me and so (laughs) i just said hey (laughs) we're gonna go on a drive and she luckily distrusted me to keep her safe and we drove all the way to Granbury, and she was like, wow. where are you taking me? What <laughs> is going on? Well, like there's that, that dirt road that you think, you know, when it's your first date with someone, you're like, are they going to no drive one, me? No one wants remote <laughs> dirt road on a first date. <laughs> that's just not. That's you what, kind of wonder if you're going to make it. Yeah. So. No, that, that's, that's a fair deal. Fair deal, Anna. I get you. Yes. I get you. And so, so, okay, so, Lamar, how did you get into craft beer? Um, so same thing kind of in college except i actually didn't like beer at all okay um because i was only introduced to the domestic stuff you know and and i was like ew it tastes gross and um i actually started into liquor so things like bourbon and brandy Mm -hmm. and uh that kind of stuff i still love even to this day gotcha and then um i started tasting i'd say right around after i got out of college tasting some craft beers and i was like man this is good and then the more I got into it, um, just happened to be around the time, the more that I was talking to now my wife. So um, before the dirt road, before <laughs> before the dirt road. Yes. Now, did I happen to do some research to make sure she liked the beer? Absolutely. That's good. So um, showing you're well prepared. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. And I think, you know, the fact also that people don't realize that craft beer is like some of the best dates you can take anybody on you know so uh, i'm i'm gonna add a caveat to that because when my wife and i were dating i got a very strict if you're going to take me to a brewery i am not going to sit on a bag of grain or an empty keg because <laughs> because i mean this was i mean i was this is, was uh about 10 12 oh more than that uh years ago and a lot of the breweries out in Southern California, just starting off, they had like no seating. Right. And so my wife was like, my now now wife, then girlfriend was like, you're going to take me to one of these beer places. That's fine. I just got to have a seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, Revolver had plenty of room and, and plenty of places to sit. So good, I, good, good. I don't think she was worried about that. <laughs> gotcha. So you guys now dating, now married and all that other fun jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, you started off when did you start off the hoppy couple uh on instagram three years ago okay um so we 
we decided we were going to take a brewcation. And oh, so look at that. I like puns, hence the hoppy couple. Yes. Um, which is the name that I came up with to just to, <laughs> just, just let to that, put that on the record. Just to let that be known. Because we are recording. We so. are recording. Um, so we decided to do a brewcation. And so we went to some breweries in Austin and San Antonio and Houston. Um, and then we ended up here in Dallas with some at the end. But it was gotcha. really fun. Um, and, and we got to visit lots of different parts of Texas and see lots of different breweries. It was really fun. Cool. Now, uh, and just let me tell people right now, I am at Oak Highlands Brewing mm -hmm. uh, Brewery, um, all the way up by near White Rock. Um, and, as, and we are all wearing masks. So if it sounds <laughs> a little weird, I'm just letting people know we are being like, like literally socially distant. Yes. We got the mask on. I bought these stupid little karaoke covers with like <laughs> pink hearts and what it's just. I think they're cute. I think they're I mean, cute. They're, they're just too cute. <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's, I, I really want to get into like kind of why we're here today. Mm -hmm. um, that's because of the black is beautiful beer that Lamar, you helped out brew here yes. at Oak Island. Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know if you want to, I mean, I'm more than happy to, but I don't know if you want to give a little history on the, the black is beautiful beer and then kind of how you fell into all of this. How both, I mean, literally both of you fell into all of this. Yeah, I don't mind. Um, so one of our um, actually breweries that we went on on our brewcation was Two Weathered Souls um, that I actually connected with through a uh, friend of mine in a beer mm -hmm. group. And we met uh, Marcus, and Marcus is a great, great guy. He's the guy who started the the Blackest Brewing kind of collaboration. Um, and at first, Marcus, I, I believe, wanted to just do it at Weathered Souls, and then someone reached out to him and said, "Hey, let's make this kind of a worldwide thing." Um, and so, when after the death of George Floyd, mm -hmm. and um, just kind of all the stuff that was going on in the world. Anna and I were talking, talking, of course, about just, you know, things. We're an interracial couple. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're talking about things and culture and, you know, things like that. And so we're, we're talking about that. And now as we're having these conversations, we're wondering how can we encourage other people to have these conversations as well? Yeah. And so um, Anna actually came up kind of with the idea of, hey, let's reach out to a brewery and let's, you know, let's let's talk collaboration maybe about bring a blackest beautiful beer yeah and so then um we reached out to oak highlands um i talked to brad and darren and i told them kind of what our, my vision was mm -hmm. of brewing the beer and they loved it they were all in that's um, awesome so we we came here i think on one afternoon when the brewery was closed and we honestly talked shop everything from um ingredients to how we want to brew this beer to how big we want to make it the event um, where does the money go towards, which is Mothers Against Police Brutality. Awesome. Um, and so I just told him, you know, my, my goal of making this beer was it to be a, a great quality stout um, that had lots of coffee, um, a little bit of vanilla, and lots of dark flavor <laughs> so <laughs> i was very i was very honest you with were him. you were down for the black is beautiful part of this absolutely yes. i wanted midnight oil i get what that I, wanted. I get that and I, i've got to say i have a a sample of it here and it is gorgeous this <laughs> variant <laughs> here you. is so so good um even the coffee that you used was from a black owned coffee shop in fort Worth. i think the only black owned coffee shop in fort worth Am I wrong yes, about this? Yes, it is the only one, and there's only, as of right now, two owned 
um, black coffee shops in the state of Texas. Wow. So, yeah, there's only two that are um, owned. Mia Moss is her name. Mm -hmm. It's called Black Coffee. Yep. And so what was interesting was when we went um, to go see her, I asked her and I said, hey, you know, I'm, I'm brewing a beer with Oak Highlands Brewery. Um, and then this is kind of our plan. And she <laughs> said, you know, she was laughing. She was like, I know nothing about coffee. And I said, you I mean said, beer. You, oh, I'm sorry about beer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she said she knows I nothing. Like sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she said she knows nothing about beer. And I said, that's okay. You don't have to. And so she was very nice. We tried a lot of her um, coffees and they were, I mean, great. Yeah. yeah. And so she, she is making some, some amazing coffee out there. Um, and so I just knew when I kind of did some research on her poly blend, it has Ethiopian and Sumatra coffee beans. Uh -huh. I, I knew that it was going to match well with the beer and what I wanted. So um, mm -hmm. when we added this and Madagascar vanilla beans, mm -hmm. it, it, it hit immediately. Well, and that's one of the things that I love about this beer is that everybody's putting their own spin on it. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's what uh, Marcus and uh, Weathered Souls, you know, kind of wanted to do with all this was to actually make something that everybody could put their own spin on. And so there's not just a um, kind of like resilience. They were just like, hey, everybody use the same ingredients and we'll see how it tastes, you know, brewery to brewery to brewery. Yeah. But this is everybody going, hey, I want to change this, go this route, change this, go this route. And so while the base beer may be the same, how it's interpreted is so different brewery to brewery. Yeah. And so to have the, the Madagascar vanilla, and I love Ethiopian coffee. That's my favorite, like, <laughs> that's my favorite blend. Awesome. And so I love that blueberry um, flavor that it can partake in a coffee. But yeah. in this with the Sumatran, um, it just gives those roasty notes so well, especially in the back end. Yeah, that was that was my goal. And, and like you said, to kind of in fact, I remember telling um, Matt, who we brewed, who's the head ma head brewmaster mm -hmm. here. I said I wanted that kind of after effect of a dark berry mm -hmm. kind of um, flavor to it. So I'm glad that it came out exactly how I wanted it. So gotcha. And now have either of you brewed beer before? No, we, ha we have not. Um, but we've we've been around just the brewing we've been around a little bit of in the brewing process of just watching other people yeah, brew. Yeah. and so the fact that you know i think people were like oh they they know like you know their beer and so um essentially well, i always knew it, one day i would brew stout and this is exactly the kind of stout okay, that i so want for your so. first stout pretty good <laughs> just appreciate you know. it pretty good pretty good for your first stout now granted you were brewing it here at oak highland yes and so you were brewing and anna you had the i mean the laborious job of being in the the, the tap room during this time yes right? i was the supervisor of, uh, of the brew this. process yep. so um i i made sure that lamar was participating in all the activities and and okay so here's the deal about if you've never been in a in a in a brewery when the brewing is happening mm -hmm. there are two places you have the brewery and the tap house right the tap room right okay? and what separates those two generally is a wall with air conditioning <laughs> okay? this is very true and so if you are doing the brewing and there's a wall or something that separates the brew house no air conditioning yes it was hot yes and hot. you're around the hot liquor tank which is getting up to you know 100 this probably you got up to what about 152 154 degrees um to get the mash in yeah the the mash was really thick with the yeah. with the oatmeal malts that were included in this i mean mm -hmm. it it got really hot especially when yeah. we were doing that part yeah in the mash 
So, and just, and if you're listening to this, you, you don't really know about the brewing process. It's just making a tea. And so you make this giant tea, you add in all of these grains, you add in all the hot liquor, the hot water, you make this giant tea. And the, um, what is it? The um, wart? Yes, the wart, but the, that becomes a wart, but the steam off that wart carries the sugar. So you're hot and sticky all at the same time. Now, Lamar is doing this part. Anna is in the part <laughs> that is separated with the air conditioning. I, I actually wasn't. I, I was sitting um, sitting at a table right next to them brewing. Oh, um, okay. So it's really cool because I was able to watch and ask questions and really see the brewing process from beginning to end. So it was gotcha. really lovely Okay. To, to kind of have that knowledge. Because even when you go, you know, when we go to a, a brewery, a new brewery, uh -huh. um, we always aim to go on the tour at the brewery so that we can learn more um, about that brewery specifically and um, just hear what they have to say about their brewing process. Um, and it's also a good thing to see, you know, what, what the size of the brewery is, how many tanks they're using, um, and just learn more about the personality yeah. of, of the people there. Um, but this was, was so much different in the sense that, that um, Matt was really helpful in answering all of our questions. We learned a lot about the math that's included in brewing beer, which is which is a lot more than I than I thought it was, mm -hmm. um, and and about ingredients that are added and when to add hops and things like that. So it was it was really wonderful, and um, he was a really great uh, guide. I guess I would call him the brew guide mm -hmm. um, on our on our journey. So it was really it was really great to have him, and he was super patient with with me and all of my questions. So that's really nice. That really speaks because there's. There's, especially when you're brewing, you've got so many things on your mind and you're getting like, I've got to get this step, this step, yeah. this step, this step. And I've only done home brewing and I love having people around while I'm home brewing. Um, but there is that point when like I'm holding like, you know, eight to seven gallons of hot wort that's like at, <laughs> you know, 212 degrees and falling. And I'm trying to pick it up and they're like, hey, so uh, what's happening right now? And I'm like, I'm picking up <laughs> 10 gallons of I'm this stuff. I'm trying not to drop yes. this. That's what's happening. I right want now. to keep everybody away from third degree burns. Yes. That is what is happening. So <laughs> that's really cool that he was just really helpful and just keep going on and, and just being just just like that's just really good to hear. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I huge give huge props to Matt Pennington is his name. Um, he was wonderful. And. From the moment that we started talking about the beer, mm -hmm. he was very um, inclusive on everything. Cool. And especially when we started talking about the recipe of the beer, he was very like, okay, if this is what you want, here's what, here's our options. Gotcha. You know, we'll let me choose. And so that was, that was really huge. That's yeah. awesome. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And that's, that's so cool to have so much control over something like that. Yeah. Um, Cause yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's a lot that rides on any brewery making a beer. Right. Um, and there's, you know, things that can go wrong as well. So that's always like a, a risk. Every beer is a risk. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you guys chose Madagascar vanilla. You've got the poly blend, which is the Sumatra and the Ethiopian coffee from Black Coffee over mm -hmm. in Fort Worth. Um, it sat for what, about four weeks in the fermenter? Well, um, I think the, ba the base beer sat about think about two or three weeks okay and then uh, we just we added the vanilla beans and the madagascar recently so it could be fresh okay um, kind of in the beer and gotcha. so uh but yeah honestly letting the beer sit and ferment as long as we did did really great good really good, good really good. great too and it, it, so. and, and it finished out at 10.1 percent so yep. it, it is it's got a little backbone to it yeah very heavy malt Yes. I mean, it's, it's, it is very malty. Um, I like that the alcohol isn't overpowering because as soon as you get up to that 10 plus percent, 
um, you can run into something tasting more like fuselage than like beer. So yeah. it's nice to have a, a, a well balanced on the sweet and alcohol side. Um, but no, I think the beer, beer came out beautifully. Yeah. Yeah, I'm really happy with it. I think the vanilla really, really makes it do that um, because before it was just a roast bomb. I'm talking just straight. Well, yeah, roast. it's it's without <laughs> without these adjuncts, <laughs> without these adjuncts, you just have like a coffee beer. Yes, <laughs> and that's not because you added coffee at that point in time. The roasty grains right. add impart that coffee flavor. Yep. So, um, what kind of beers do you guys nor are you normally into? Is it the stouts, the big boys like this, or? I think we drink a little bit of everything. Um, we we have a St. Arnold summer pills in our fridge. Mm -hmm. We've got some um, IPAs from Tups. We've got um stouts from lakewood i mean mm. we've we've got everything you know we really enjoy drinking everything um so the the thing that i'm i'm not super a fan of is is the lambic beer really um, oh it, it has to be <laughs> I, I just don't have a i don't have a taste for it yet okay. I, sours are growing on me that's um, good. good but to uh, hear. But, but those are not my favorite thing either so um i'm i'm very i'm a very malty clean clean beer pastry stouts kind of girl so okay gotcha gotcha yeah, gotcha anything to challenge our palates um you know we're just all about right now so um for me it's just i'm into the hazies right now mm -hmm. um even though it is a haze craze i like seeing the different types of hops and different and the thing now is you know these cryo hops that yeah. are kind of that's the the kind of hot thing now um, that I'm kind of interested in and, and distilled hops and seeing how that works. So I'm, I'm kind of curious in that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just ready for the Oktoberfest beers that are coming. Oh, Some I of love. them have already been. It's my season. I it's love, coming. love, love Oktoberfest. Yes. I mean, Martins are, are my jam. Give me a double box. We, we love it. Yes. Standard. Do you know who oh, makes some really yes. good lagers is, um, Funky Picnic. Is what? I'm sorry. Funky Picnic. Okay, gotcha. They they make some really good lagers. Um, I just had their dark. They had a, a black log, a black black lager, um, that was like nine point six percent. Wow! And I did not realize that it would hit me until after I'd had about a <laughs> pint and a half. And I was oh like, no. babe, that hit. And she's like, yeah, you nine percent. We can tell. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's funny. So and uh, I guess the next part that I wanted to ask about was, um, you know, I. The Black is Beautiful beard is tied to so much right now. And I mean, yeah. they had it, it came about and, you know, I remember hearing like Turning Point was going to do it. And then a couple other breweries like within Texas were going to do it. I was watching this and I was like, OK, we got like 10 breweries up. That's great. And then I checked again and it was like 25 and then it was like 200. And now it's over. I think it was over 500 breweries in 25 countries, something like that, that brewed this beer. Yeah. Um, in fact, I, th I think it's closer to maybe a thousand now. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It's, it's really taken off. And the fact that it's different types of breweries, it's big beers too, you know, that have, that have bought mm -hmm. into it. Yes. Um, which I think is really huge in getting that conversation started. Yeah. Um, and so, I just think this Marcus is, is has done very well and we're just proud to support him and do our best in our community. Yeah. And I, I got a chance to talk to Marcus and it's not a, a toot my own horn, but like I, I literally sent a blind DM from uh, to the main Weather It's Old account like, hey, I'm a podcast. would love to talk to him. And I, I got a yes back. So <laughs> I still can't believe I got to talk to the guy um, and he was just so cool. And I, I was 
I was just so impressed that he um, was was pursuing this and like giving just even the little guy like me, a, a little podcaster, even a time of day. Yeah. Um, and so that really, I really speaks to him and what Weather Souls was trying to do and just trying to get the word out about this beer. Um, I guess what I wanted to ask you two was, what does this beer kind of mean to you guys? Well, I think um, for us, when when the protests and things started happening, um, we we had talked about or I had talked about, I said, maybe, maybe we should go to a protest. Maybe that's what we need to do. And um, Lamar didn't feel as strongly about that. And so I feel like as, as the uh, white spouse, mm -hmm. um, that I've, I really needed to listen to my husband and see what he wanted to do in respect to um, how, how he wanted to fight racism. And so this was really what we felt like um, we could do with our platform um, we, we have uh, several followers on Instagram, and we thought this might be a good way to open conversations, in it, and it has been a good way to open mm -hmm. conversations. I know Lamar has had some um, with, with some Instagram followers that we have, and, um, and we've had several conversations even since, even since we started dating that have been um, uncomfortable and uh, eye-opening, and, mm. um, and I, I have certainly learned a lot. For sure. So, and I continue to learn, and I continue to uh, question why I think what I think, or why I believe what I believe. And um, I think that's the whole point of this beer, right? Is to create conversations mm. with people, because um, beer brings people together. And it so, um, having these conversations in a safe environment where we can both sit down and and kind of um, try to learn more about each other and and try to make the world a better place for our students. We're both teachers um, and, and our future children. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and my wife said, said it perfectly. I just, I just really wanted us to be safe too with, with all the stuff with COVID going on. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I knew that, you know, great. We, we definitely want to do something because I think we're in a time right now where, where you need to, speak out yeah where it's time to take some action um and so with this i i've always been a fan of beer as far as being something that ties people together mm -hmm. and so it's great when i can sit down next to anyone who doesn't think anything like i do but we both still like this beer yeah <laughs> so um i think that's really cool and i think beer kind of helps the uncomfortableness of the conversation mm. um and i think that's i think that's something that we need to embrace more um, just kind of as a country, if I think we'd um, a lot of things would get solved if we actually are willing to sit down with each other and just talk about differences, and and recognize that differences are okay. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that having the conversation about different people's experiences will help open eyes to where maybe they're not aware of things yeah. that things exist. Yeah. Um, so I'm excited to do that today and and to keep this conversation going like we've been doing and just spread the word so that's awesome and i'd like to say that a lot of people like myself um well i'm making an assumption and i shouldn't do that but i would say that there are some people who feel like um in this very metropolitan area that we live in that racism doesn't really exist and i can just say from from personal experience of being out with lamar um, we have experienced that. It is a real thing. It does exist here in Dallas. It does exist here in this metropolitan mm -hmm. area where we have 
many different people of many colors and many yeah. ethnic and, and religious backgrounds. And these conversations are necessary. They do need to happen. Um, and, and they are uncomfortable. And if you go into the mindset of thinking, this is not something that's going to be a finished end product. This is something that we're working on. This is something that um, we may be uncomfortable leaving mm -hmm. um, and coming back to visit many times and continuing in that tension of, of um, having those conversations, not in the sense of arguing or being demeaning mm -hmm. um, to each other, but, but just really coming from a sense of trying to understand one another um, and, and be better humans. Yeah. No, and I get that. I, and just to open up just a little bit about myself, um, in my family is from West Texas. Okay. My mom's side is from, from West Texas. So I grew up going to West Texas, like literally taking a, a old Dodge van with a swivel, like had a swivel TV in it. Wow. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you want to talk oh, about like National Lampoon's vacation? Like <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Yeah. Uh, and we would drive from California to Texas and back. And my that that is where quote, my roots are. We're in West Texas because we had family that lived out there until, you know, still have family that lives out that way. Mm -hmm. And I had only heard stories about Texas and mainly about West Texas. So when I started dating my wife, uh, you know, dating now my wife and going to Texas, I was kind of scared because I think people look at me and I've been trying to figure out a good way to put it. But they, they make me as brown as they want me to be. Wow. So because I have very dark features and when I'm out in the sun, I get much darker. Right. And so I get a lot of assumptions on what I could be. Right. Yeah. You know, right. I, I'm this very fun and I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, I think I'm like four. I don't know the full math that I'm either four, like around 42 percent Mexican. Gotcha. I, I mean, I'm I'm Mexican, German, English, Oddish. There's a Hungarian and a Spaniard somewhere back there as well. <laughs> so I am a mutt, as a mutt can be. Yeah. And so, um, you know, people don't know when they see me exactly what I am. And so they'll put whatever assumption of, like, how brown or white right. they want me to be. Right. Yeah. And so um, I was really actually a little freaked out about moving to Texas, and it has not been um, what I thought it was going to be. And that was really um, – I was really happy about that because my, my wife is, is – very white and she will be the first <laughs> one to say she is very white gotcha. um and so i did not know how that experience was going to be for up for me and that right. is that was something that i was glad that i have not had many experiences not that i haven't had any experiences but that i have not had many experiences here yeah um yeah yeah we've we've had a little bit of experience it, even so sometimes you know as the husband you want to protect your wife, you know, so mm. I'll see some things and some things I just don't tell her because I know I want to make sure that we're kept safe that way. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we'd all be surprised how much we all have if we really dug into our roots mm. rather than what we just have now. Yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, America was found what America was founded on, you know, yeah. we're, we're all from somewhere else. So yeah, it's, um, it's really hard. And, and I don't know if I'm going to lose people about this, but it's really hard for me to hear about, you know, um, people that say, you know, well, we, you know, where I'm from and then go, but yeah, but where were, the, where were, you know, where you're from, but yes, where were those that you're from from? Right. Cause it, I'm almost guaranteed that it wasn't just here. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> you know? right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think it's something that, um, you know, even, it's 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 so difficult to have these conversations and and I told Lamar 
you know, uh, man, we'd been dating maybe two years Mm -hmm. um, when the kneeling started to happen in the NFL. Mm. Um, And I've been married before. Um, I was a military wife for four years. Okay. And so um, myself, when that started happening, I, I, I told Lamar, I said, this is, this is completely disrespectful. It is, it is utterly disgraceful that someone would kneel for the flag. People have died for this flag. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and coming from having lived on a military base where they, they stop all traffic at 5 p.m. and play taps and you have to get out of your car and put your hand on your heart and face the sound wherever it's loudest. Mm-hmm. Um, I just felt really offended at that. And, and we've had so many conversations um, where I, you know, I, I asked, I said, are people doing other things besides kneeling for the flag? And he said, oh my gosh, they're doing so many other things. I mm-hmm. said, why don't I know about these other things? Mm. You know, and you do research and you see people that have um, gone, gone to other links to fight racism and to contribute to um, causes that do fight racism and those things are not in the media hmm. um, so when you're I really encourage people when you're having these conversations that are tough, they're hard mm-hmm. um, to just really be open minded and ask yourself why why did you feel offended, why did you um, think that way is it something hmm. that your parents taught you, is it something that you thought when you were growing up, is it something that the media taught you Mm. Um, because we get these, all these different sources of information that are, uh, not necessarily accurate. Right. Mm. So that's just something to be mindful of. Mm. Gotcha. And just let, just real quick, we're, we're recording in the middle of Oak Island right now (laughs) and we have people walking by and I can tell all of us, like our eyes, like wander and go like, Oh yeah, do I do? Oh wait, wait. So because everybody's wearing masks, do we wave? (laughs) You guys feel free to wave. That's okay. Just I, I see like there's this there's this weird etiquette that comes that you don't yes. know when you have a microphone in front of you. It's, right. it's like wait, do I do, can I say hi? Can I, say, <laughs> yeah, I can say hi. Please say hi. <laughs> I just I just saw I'm gonna just break it in here. I saw Jerry walk by, and I was like, oh, there's Jerry. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we're we're just we're just blessed too that the amount of people came out today mm-hmm. um, to support this beer, and we can say these are not necessarily people that think the same way as us, but they're down for the cause. Yeah. Um, which is everything that we've wanted this beer to do so well and i think that's such a testament to the the dfw beer scene yeah um that the fact that we're in the middle of a co of the the friggin covid pandemic yep and we are all trying to be i mean literally i've got you guys on long cords away from me i'm trying to talk louder (laughs) so that you can hear me be not only beyond the space but because of Of the the mask mask, right um and it was it's still something that people are coming out for and i I, and i really do love that it's so good to see that in a community yes yes and oak highlands has done a really great job of making sure that everyone is safe um here in the Mm -hmm. in the brewery and they have tables set up outside um not on their on their deck but outside in the parking lot so that you can sit outside and social distance with your friends um, everyone inside of the brewery is wearing a mask. The bartenders wear a mask. So it's a really safe place to pick up your beer to go um, or to come and tailgate with your friends. Yeah. 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 No, I'm, I'm digging this place. Uh, this is my, actually my first time here oh my gosh, at Oak Island. Yeah. Oh. Well, I live near oh, Fort man. Worth. <laughs> you live in Fort Worth. I live near Fort Worth. Oh, my goodness. So I, like like to me to get past like like. Uh, what's it called? Like the DFW airport. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, right, right. that's a bit. That's like, a big, you yeah. drove so far. Well, we're so honored that you came all the way out here. No, for us. no, this is, this is worth it. This is for sure worth being out here for. Like when I heard that the beer was going to be, uh, Oh, we got something going on back here. 
<laughs> um, but when um, when I heard that the beer was going to be released, I was just so excited about it. And then when I heard that, like, you know, I knew Lamar was going to be around here and just to, to be able to have the chance to talk, I was like, let me try to, to make this happen, you know, yeah. to be out here to record whatever we were going to have happen. Um, because I know that it's changed a couple of times around. And yes. that's, that's just kind of yes. how the nature of these things work. Yeah. Um, Especially in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had someone who's not happy back there. I don't know what's going on. Um, Actually, I think that's just Brad being loud. That's the owner of, of the brewery. and. <laughs> oh, that's the owner of the brewery. Okay. Yes, yes. That's just, I think that's just Brad just, just talking. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> I didn't know those Brad. Brad, thank you for letting me. He's a great guy. He's letting me awesome record guy. here, Brad. I hope he listens to this. Brad, <laughs> thank you very much, Brad. Yes, Brad and Darren are awesome. And we, okay. were, just, we were just talking to Matt, the head brewer here, about how um, this place is so family oriented. Um, you can bring your kids. We've, we've done, um, they typically have movie nights when we're mm -hmm. not in the middle of a pandemic. No, and I remember um, this place having so many cool things for the yes, community. Yes. yes. And mm -hmm. it was just kind of like this spot that I saw a lot of people post from when like, Hey, we're doing this, we're doing this, we're doing yes. this. And I really love that. Yes. Yeah. Well, and we also just want to put a little quick little plug, you know, these Texas breweries right now are, are struggling during this yeah. pandemic. Um, just like other restaurants and other places are but I, I think the difference is you know you can go to a restaurant you can get a beer mm -hmm. you can sit down on a patio you know and sit there but at a but at a brewery right now you can't do that yeah it's just, right. <laughs> just kind of backwards bit. yeah it's <laughs> i i feel like and this is me coming from california and i'll say i'm i'm born raised california and i i i feel like texas has the leftover blue laws yeah. You know, yep. it's it's there's there's a moral morality around beer, mm -hmm. whereas California, it's all about the money. Yep. It's all that. Yeah. Where is that money going to go to? Yeah. Who's, how is the taxes being, you know, who's collecting the taxes at the end of the day? Where does the money end up? Right. right. And so it's it's so weird because the, the laws in California, it's so much based around money, um, whereas here. It's this like, you know, you still can't buy alcohol before noon on oh, a Sunday. Man. And I'm just like, yeah, it's, it's very strange. It's a very I strange do not, thing. I have yet to have someone, uh, you know, explain that to me in a way that makes me go. Yes, that should happen. No, well, I think it's just it's just historical being in the Bible Belt. Yeah. You know, uh, and I think we, we have fought really hard in Texas to change some of these laws. Mm -hmm. um, I believe that this September first was the first september that we were allowed to buy beer to go it was from breweries mm -hmm. um which, which was crazy. huge <laughs> yeah um and and it was it's so silly because people that don't frequent breweries you know when mm -hmm. we would invite friends out they'd be like well can i take this home this is really good and the brewery'd no. be like nope, nope we can't sell you can good luck finding out of you store. know and yeah. so um that just that just makes it really tough so it, it's exciting um now that breweries can sell their own cans from the brewery so yeah and i'm i'm so glad that 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 is that has now been allowed yes. and i think the crowler revolution that kind of yes. happened was a big part yes. of that because it used to be get canning stuff was you had a canning line and now that there's a crowler available yeah it's like oh you could just take one and go yes yeah, which is awesome yeah you know um yeah, and, and, and in talking to Petacolis, I love how he was like, well, I'm not the guy that did that, but I was part of the team. And I'm like, well, it's you and the team, amen, that you guys were able to do that. <laughs> yes. And I'm just ready to see the next step of delivery available. 
Yeah, that's that's the the next step um, because other states are doing it. And I'm like, yeah. why why not? Why not? I mean, why not Texas? And I think that would really we have great beer here in Texas, but you a do. lot of people just aren't aware of it. And I think if if we're allowed to do that, our beer scene would explode. So I, I'm just all about a little more competition. Yeah. And making things just a little more like, hey, can we, you know, I would love to be able to get a beer delivered to me like I could get oh a meal. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 <laughs> all yes. day. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I mean, I know there's Tavor, but not not Tavor. Not that. Not no, 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 that no. no. I get about Tavor. I'm yeah. not. I mean, if they ever want to sponsor right. me, like, I would love Tavor <laughs> to do this, to, to sponsor. Um, but more of a like, hey, I just want a beer. Can I get it? Because I, now as a stay at home dad, like, I can't take my kids, you know, grocery shopping. Or right. I, ch- right. I should say, I can't, but I choose not to. Why would you? Um, yeah, I don't. We I, love our children. We, don't don't yeah. get me wrong. But yes. Uh, that's, but that makes it so much more complicated. It, oh, yes, it does. And I've been taking my kids grocery shopping since I was, they were, like, little. So I, I've done the two two oh. together by myself solo oh doing my stuff. <laughs> um, and so, and now as a stay-at-home dad, like, my, the other reason why I don't get out to Dallas, because I got kids. Right. You yeah. know? Right. And so I... I'm uh, I'm just thinking, man, to have to have like to be able to do like an order from like False Idol and yes. just get someone to run it up for an extra dollar or two. Oh my like, gosh, like, done. Yeah. Well, and we live here in the, you know, I used to live in Sherman, and there's a really awesome brewery in Sherman, but that's like it. Yeah. You know, until you get out to McKinney, and mm-hmm. you know, then you have Tups in Franconia, but like when you're when we're here in the Dallas area and we have a plethora of breweries, it would be awesome to just have. Any, any of it delivered, you know, because yeah. we live yeah, in, yeah. The, in the middle of so many things. And um, so hopefully we can get some laws changed so that they can they can do that. Yeah, I'm, I'm hoping a little more something happens and there's a realization of like what what the, the potential that there is around right. these breweries. Yeah. Yeah. To, to help out. Just I mean, just to bring in a couple more dollars for them. I, I just the more I see breweries and smaller um smaller businesses that are built around a focusing on it may be more expensive uh, a little more of an expensive product mm-hmm. but a product that is a little more a little more built on what a what kind of quality you can find in that product oh my gosh yes um i i just love what happens around that yeah you know um and yeah. that's what craft beer is all about i mean yeah that's what it's all about and typically all of the breweries that we have been to have some sort of um, community outreach mm-hmm. or charity here at Oak Islands, they have a beer called Charity Beer. Oh, um, and every quarter I they, see it on the tap wall. Yes, every quarter they select. Um, I think we get to vote on um, charities that the donations go to oh, from, that's that, cool. from that beer. So, so they they have that on tap all the time. And gotcha. I believe I can't. I took my glasses off, so I can't read that far. What <laughs> kind of what style of beer is that, Lamar? It's an amber. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay. Gotcha. I didn't want to lie to you, though. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward at the, at the wall. I'm gonna go take a couple beers to to go uh, home because they have that pecan porter here. Mm-hmm. For and I know sure. That's one of those like now that I look at a tap wall, I look at like, hey, what am I taking home to my wife? Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> that is just one of those things because she she is she is not like beer is not the top priority. But if I bring her a good beer, she's like, oh yeah, yeah, you can go back there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that just gives her like it's like it's the uh, when she told me like what's in it for me. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I get you, babe. That's uh, a what good is man. In it for you? That's a good man right there. <laughs> I, I I do try. I it's I think that there's 
I, I think that there's a, I know that there's a whole like, you know, uh, you know, happy wife, happy life deal. I, I actually am not a huge fan of that saying because that saying is all about the, the man. Like I'm doing this to make you happy so that I can be happy. Right. I'm more about like, I want to just make my wife happy because Aww. I love her and I just love seeing That's her That's the way happy. it's supposed to be. That's um, we, we really try to serve each other. Mm. So we even, are. even when times when you don't feel like serving the other person, mm -hmm. you just gotta gotta do that, and that makes a that makes a quality good marriage. Yeah, so. it does. Not that we have it all down because we've been married for like two months, but um, <laughs> we had our, our lovely COVID Zoom wedding, and yes. you had and a COVID Zoom wedding. We had a COVID Zoom oh wedding. Oh my goodness, we sure so did. Okay, we, uh, we had planned to get married in in June. Um, and we, you know, had a dress and we paid for a photographer and our oh. reception and, um, you know, yeah. So yeah, I, uh, that's tough. Plans change. They do change. <laughs> they do change. So yeah. And we've, it's been very humbling living in a one bedroom apartment with the two of us. We are, it's, you it, know, that's, that's, that'll teach you some real marriage humbling. skills. <laughs> it is humbling. That will so. definitely teach some real marriage <laughs> skills. Yeah. So. I get you. I get you. Yeah. Well, okay. Um, you know, I, I kind of like to give the last couple of minutes to the guests. It has been so fun to have you guys on. I feel like, well, yes, we did talk about beer. We've, we've kind of wandered around a little bit, but I feel like it's all been really good conversation, um, especially around the Blackest Beautiful beer. I've loved getting to know you guys just a little yeah. more. Yeah. Because um, actually, I love doing this podcast because I get to know people a little better that I probably wouldn't have had the chance to like sit with for a while, especially during a time of COVID. Right. Um, right. But I love to give the last couple of bits of the, of the podcast to you two. Is there anything, I mean, I know that we have the blackest beautiful beer. You probably <laughs> still would like to promote a little bit, but is there any place that like you want people to find you anything else you guys want to promote? I mean, kind of the last part of the podcast, I love to, to, to give up to the guests. So it is, it is yours. Um, just if you see a blackest beautiful variation anywhere around your communities, we just ask you to support that. Mm. Um, because it's it's for good causes and it's going to places that are helping your communities. So um, please support those. Um, don't forget to support our, our craft breweries. Mm -hmm. um, and so like um, they have several things like other than just the beer. A lot of them have food places or vendors that mm -hmm. they're using. Let's continue to support local um, and, and hold our communities up. Uh, I think it's a huge thing and, it, and this is where it all starts. Mm. Um, so let's let's keep our community strong. Um, let's let's have these uncomfortable conversations around a beer. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And lots of breweries do to go. So you can order online typically or call ahead of time. Um, and and there are several breweries that we've been to um, here at Oak Islands. We've mm -hmm. been to Lakewood. Um, we've been to Petacolas and they'll just put it in your car. Yeah. So you just drive on up and they'll just put it in your car for you. Um, I know Celestial. Lamar has been to Celestial mm -hmm. Beer. Um, we have a new brewery really close to us in Addison called Odd Muse Brewing. I, I may try to stop by there you need on my to. way home. Oh, my goodness. You need my to. My wife isn't going to listen to this until after. <laughs> uh, she doesn't really listen to my podcast, so I, I'm going to probably try to stop by there you on my way home. You need to. Yeah, there's some really good people and, and great brewing going on over there. Yes, okay. yes. Gotcha. I, I highly recommend it. It's a, it's a great place. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, guys, thank you so much for being on this podcast. I, I really, I truly do appreciate you two coming on. I think it's, it's, I, I love that we were able to have this conversation and that um, I think there's a lot of opportunity for conversations like this to turn so negative mm 
-hmm. And I believe that we kept it on such a, a, a not just a, a positive path, but a path that I think encourages a conversation. Yeah. And so I, I just want to yeah. say that's just a, a testament to you two, how awesome this Aww, has been. Thanks. So appreciate I really that. appreciate that. We're a good team. <laughs> we are. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a good rest of the day. And I'm going to raise a glass and there's nothing to really cheers <laughs> right now so yes we'll get a, a cheers thank cheers. you guys very cheers. much cheers